Well, how about that? Good morning and welcome to Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cup. Oh, there, wait, there, I'll let me try that again. Good morning and welcome to Morning in the Mountains. I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cup. Oh, good, because if I point this way in real life, that also is where you are on the yeah. monitor. So That's point good. this way. All right, that works out well. Here, Frank, shake my hand. I don't know if I can reach off the, there we go, there we go. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, we're in the same room, but it's like you see on regular TV shows mm -hmm. where you know they have to put us way far apart. Yes, this is so that we don't get each other's germs. We're complying by the social distancing rules. I'm more worried about your allergies. I know. I've got the worst allergies right now. That's a thing. Now, if you're watching us from another part of the country, those of us in East Tennessee have to deal with this every spring. It's terrible. Where you get all sorts of, we can see you, you know, you're still on. I know. <laughs> my head was cut off. <laughs> um, seasonal allergies, but the thing is, around here, we have allergies for every season. There are. I have uh, fall allergies, which you get from the the leaves and the dust. Yes. There's the spring allergies with the pollen, and I think right now it's the spring allergies we are dealing with. I think it's. I've heard it called redbud winter mm -hmm. and dogwood winter because it was 30 degrees this morning. It was freezing. It was really so, cold. So, do you have any idea, being a, a native yourself, if this is redbud winter or is it dogwood winter? I've heard dogwood winter before. I've actually never heard either of those, Frank. <laughs> oh. Well, it's a thing. They have, you, it's, uh, from what I understand, you have uh, a nice, beautiful spring weather, and we had 80 degrees not too long ago. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you get a cold snap, but the cold snap comes after the dogwoods have bloomed. Mm -hmm. So, that's why it's dogwood winter. And, uh, or I also heard someone call it redbud winter, which is new to me because the redbuds are everywhere. And I think that might be what causes, you know, the scratchy voice and throat. Yeah. Well, and it could also be the Bradford pears. Those are horrible trees. We They're terrible. We talked about this two weeks ago. <laughs> and I think those have uh, started to drop their blossoms, right? Yes, so I saw I think some. We're... Saw some yesterday. Oh, still blooming? Yes. Uh, well, the redbuds are all everywhere right now and the dogwoods are starting to pop. So let me see if I understand this correctly. This is Mountain Fun Life. It's Morning in the Mountains. It's the Ask Frank, Morning in the Mountains with Frank and Kira. Mm -hmm. The Ask Frank Live edition because we have prizes. But I also believe that this is the pre-podcast show, not to be confused <laughs> with the after show podcast. It is. And uh, Mr. Frank Murphy himself will be doing the after show podcast today because we both can't fit in the same room because right. of social distancing. Right, now explain to me, what do I do on the After Show podcast? Do you just go in the room and, and talk to yourself? Well, actually, the After Show podcast is geared to um, talk directly with our audience members. So okay. obviously we do that now on the show anyways, right. but in there, it's just strictly whatever our people want to talk about. All right, so, so save some questions for the After Show podcast because it'll be on Facebook Live and then the recorded version of it populates to all of the different podcasting platforms. Yes. All right, so I'll need some help on that, the After Show podcast. And I'm used to going in a room and talking to myself. Uh, I've done that most <laughs> of my radio career, but uh, <laughs> I've never actually done a, uh, a lone podcast before. This will be my first time doing a solo podcast. You'll do podcast. great. I'll be commenting to you. Well, I'll need that. So the rest of you as well, please do that. Yeah. Uh, because I guess I could read children's books like Dolly Parton, and we're going to talk about that on today's show. We are. I can't give away prizes because we're doing that on the pre-podcast show. Yes. We're what doing is the that. prize for the pre-podcast show, which is what you're watching now? Well, the the prize for today's show, is, and if, all you have to do is comment below. Oh my goodness, while the comments are coming in. I've been, I was looking at you, Frank. How could you because not I, respond? Because of you, I was looking at you. Because of me? Are you mad that I was looking at you? Am I distracting you? you, Frank? Well, I put the the comments on the opposite side. If I put the comments on my left. Oh. Then then now they're in the line of yeah. sight. At least I might notice them. Now you can see me. All right, because in fact, uh, Santa has told us it is in fact Redbud Winter. Oh, so thank Santa, you, Santa, you're now in the running for the movie tickets that Kira is about to describe. Yay. Yeah. So the prize for today, all you have to do is comment while we're live, and at the end of the show, our computer will pick one of the the comments to be the winner, and you'll get this sticker and uh, two tickets to the Ford Cinema for whenever they open back up. All right. Now here, for example, Craig Brummerstedt has said good morning and happy Thursday. Good morning, Craig. Teresa Jarnigan has wished us a good morning, so you're all in the running as well. Good morning. Uh, David Brandon says sup, which I guess is, is slang for what's up. Yeah. Right? So sup, Frank. Either that or he's uh, telling us about his, because sup is a verb. 
It know, is. You, oh, of course it is. You ever heard the phrase supper? Mm-hmm. Well, if you, if you use sup as a verb, to sup, that is to eat or just, yeah. So if I take my peanut butter and jelly sandwich because it's peanut butter and jelly day. You could sup it. Yeah, and I don't know if you can sup a hard food or if you have to sup a soup. But that's a good thing. Maybe uh, someone of you who has access to his time to Google that right now. Can you sup a sandwich or do you have to sup a soup? Can you sup Because I sandwich? imagine, I picture supping to be kind of like a eating of a, a liquidy a stew. A... Yeah, because it sounds like slurping. It does sound like slurp. Now you can slurp a soup, but can you mm -hmm. sup a soup? That's what I want to know. This is the new tongue twister of the year. I didn't even mean it for to be a tongue twister. It's just that's the way I normally talk. <laughs> We've got uh, more another comment. Uh, let's see. Here's uh, Mary Jane Russell McGee uh, is wishing us a good morning. You're now in the running for the uh, the tickets. As is Julie Gibson. This is good. Hi Julie. I feel like you've missed us because it's been. I have to explain where I was last week. Yeah, Frank, where were you? <laughs> well, you know how we had uh, quarantine, and you remember how we made the video of what we were doing in quarantine? Mm -hmm. Now, Carrie, you were like at your makeup mirror, so what were you doing? Yes. Some kind of uh, um, tutorial about uh, eyelashes? What, what was <laughs> you exactly doing? No, I was talking about all the things that I've been doing. Like in my bedroom, I've been painting it because I had these shelves that wrapped around my entire bedroom. and. Yeah. I ripped them off without taking it. Why didn't you pay for them like a normal person? Pay for them? You said you ripped them off. Yeah. Why wouldn't I rip? Oh, <laughs> that was a dad joke. <laughs> nice see, one. Yeah, because to rip off could mean to steal as opposed to literally fit, rip things off the wall. Well, I literally ripped them off the wall. And uh -huh. now there are these big gaps on my wall from where oh, I ripped it off. Yeah. So I'm trying to sand it down so I can put stuff over it and paint over it so it looks good again. But you're physically fine. Oh yeah, I'm fine. Do you recall what I did on my on my quarantine? Yes, you were uh, trimming your, what is it called, a fig tree? My fig tree. Your now, fig, fig, tree. fig trees, of course, are from the Middle East, you know, I mean, they're in the Bible. They're uh, big in, for example, if you go to the Holy Land Market where our friend yes. Walter is, he imports figs all the way from the Middle East, I think from, oh, well, you can get them from Greece or he might get his from Lebanon, perhaps. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly. He'll tell you when you go. But I've been growing figs at my house now for several years. And in fact, I think I started this about six or seven years ago because that is the last time I recall injuring myself so badly while tending to figs that I had to go to the chiropractor immediately. And that happened to me again this past week. So oh my last Wednesday, I'm out there. I'm, I'm pruning the fig tree. It was a beautiful day. Mm -hmm. Pruning the fig tree. I texted my neighbor across the street and said, well, I'm going to put some of these fig cuttings out on the front, and you should come take them and try to grow a fig from this. Because I have one big fig tree that you saw in the video. And you might have also noticed that I have some smaller yeah, baby, baby fig, fig trees. trees. Those baby fig trees I grew from twigs that were cut off of the big fig tree. That's so weird, because usually you, you grow plants from like seeds and stuff, but... It's Not trees, you can grow trees from cuttings. Any tree? Pretty much, I think so. Oh yeah, my I gosh. mean, we can Google that, but I'm, especially fruit trees, you certainly can grow them from cuttings. I'm just gonna so, start cutting branches off and planting them. <laughs> well, you have, yeah, you have to do it. There's a thing called rooting compound that would help the cut branch develop roots and things like that. So I'm trying to maybe grow some more. So I'm bending over and sticking these twigs in the ground and picking up the other ones I'm throwing away, bending and standing and bending and standing. And uh, I overdid it. I was sore, but not as sore as I was on Thursday morning last week when I had to text you at like 7 a.m. or whatever time it was and say, I'm not going to make it because I was in such miserable pain. I have had to go to the chiropractor and I've been now, in the, in the past week, I've been to the chiropractor three times, and I'm going again tomorrow. Oh, my god! Obviously, they've Frank. fixed me. They, they know how to fix me. Well, that's good. So they fixed me, and but part of it, and I, you, I'm not going to, I can't show you what it looks like because it's super embarrassing. I'll just tell you that the key to unlocking my back and, and unlocking the, the tightened muscles around my bulging disc or whatever it is that I have, the key is to unlock the psoas muscles. The uh, psoas muscles. It's P-S-O-A-S, I think. P-S-O-A. It starts, it starts with P-S. The psoas muscles. And once you unlock the psoas muscles, then I can stand up straight again, and the pain starts to go away. But 
The psoas muscle are also your hip flexors, so they go right over your pelvis. And when you have these women or men or whomever, but it happens to be women therapists at this place, my, man, my chiropractor's a man, they're pounding and beating the, the living heck out of your psoas muscle. The first time you do it, it's just, it's, you're, you're frightened because mm -hmm. you think this is worse than the back pain. Gosh. But I had it, that done six or seven years ago, oh, so now I know uh, that that's, I needed it. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just there, I'm like, and they're pounding at the psoas and unlock and beating it, you know, massaging it. But once they stop, it's like your back stops hurting. So well, they're, they're nice. massaging the front of you, but it makes your back stop hurting. That's extremely weird. Well, the muscles are connected. It's a, you can look at, they showed me on a, on a diagram that it goes, this is where it goes. It goes around the hip. Well, I'm glad you're all fixed up now, Frank. Well, yeah, so I'll go tomorrow. And let me put some more comments through as well. Okay. But I know we have to uh, take a break and get to the next thing, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about Dolly Parton. I love Dolly. Yeah, she, there's a couple things we're going to talk about her. And then uh, we're also going to talk about how the Smoky Mountains have been affected by the coronavirus going around. And yeah. we're also going to talk about... The smoking is very bad for uh, coronavirus. I want you to quit smoking. Smoking. Oh, that, you said Smoky Mountains. I'm sorry, I was putting, oh, I was putting comments oh, Frank, I think Frank, you said yeah. smoking in the mountains. No, Frank. No. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm sure smoking is bad for the coronavirus. <laughs> it is. I got an uh, email from somebody wanting to be interviewed about how everyone should quit smoking because of coronavirus. Oh, well, yeah. People should yeah. just quit smoking in general. It's a good idea. <laughs> and then we've also got something special for peanut butter and jelly day. To sup, if you want to sup your peanut butter, yeah. is to eat slowly by spoonfuls. So you can really only sup a soft liquid, or soft food or a liquid food. Did you Google so, that? <laughs> no, no. Our uh, Craig uh, Brummerstad oh. and Megan DeSalle both had done that. Oh, thank you, Craig so, and Megan. In fact, they've uh, copied and pasted from the same source, which we appreciate. Megan is growing mulberry and cherry trees from cuttings. Oh, that um, delicious. Looks like, oh, I, I thought David was doing cutting red buds and trimming things, but that's what he's been up to. And uh, before we go to break, we'll, we'll end with this good comment from Julie Gibson. Ready for Sevier County to get back to normal? Yeah. Well, hold the phone. It's going to be a while. Yeah. In fact, we'll tell you exactly how long the Smoky Mountain, Great, the Great Smoky Mountain National Park remains closed and some other important information coming up right after the break. You're watching Morning in the Mountains with Frank and Kira. We're on um, Roku. We're on Facebook Live right now. On YouTube. Yeah. And podcasts. <laughs> exactly this moment at 10.30 on, uh, on Thursday morning. We're on Facebook Live. And then you can catch us on Roku and uh, YouTube later. We're back with more of the show and you're entering to win prizes, include tickets to the Forge Cinemas. Stick around for more Morning in the Mountains right after this. We are now streaming through Roku. Roku is a device that enables you to stream entertainment to your TV through your internet provider. The starting price is only $29, and you can purchase one either online or through your local electronics retailer. It's easy to use, and you won't have to worry about missing any more Mountain Fun Life episodes. Mountain Fun Life, guiding your adventure. just saw there a little bit about what we're uh, going to explain in a moment. You're uh, watching Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. I'm Frank Murphy. Kira Cup is over at that table. Over here. <laughs> uh, Danielle Frazier says she's going to do some yard work and uh, it's supposed to be nice weather this weekend. Actually, that is true. Next chance mm -hmm. of rain doesn't happen until Monday going into Tuesday. It's about time. 
that we have some nice days. We do, and contrary to popular belief, you can step outside of your home right now. Yeah, you can't go to the Ford Cinemas just yet. I've got, they just dropped off the tickets. The, oh, cool. These are the actual movie tickets that Kira will mail to and you. you get a sticker. After we wipe them down with my Clorox wipe. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get those yucky Frank germs off. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, your, so your comments are entering um, the contest to win that. Jamie Simpson says, hey, y'all. That's a very Paula Deen thing to say, isn't it? Hey, y'all. It is. It's, it's hey, y'all. He wants some butter. She would say that, whereas Dolly Parton would say things like, um, y'all come back now, you hear? And things like that. And Dolly, yeah. I got a, a lovely email. I got to say thank you to Nora Briggs, mm -hmm. who is the president of the Dollywood Foundation. Okay. And she sent me an email the other day to see how I was doing with coronavirus. That's very nice. We, we, I guess we had dinner together. I met her last fall. Uh, she was accepting an award on behalf of Dolly Parton. That is extremely cool. I was presenting the award oh. to Dolly Parton, or but to Nora Briggs. So that was pretty cool as well on behalf of Friends of Literacy. Isn't that nice? That is nice. You, yeah. You got to present an award to Dolly Parton through, was it Nora? Nora Briggs. And then Nora they had a video Briggs. of Dolly came on the wall thanking Friends of Literacy for the award. It was very lovely. That is lovely. And it's one of my favorite events of the year. It'll be, I think... It's either September or October, I'd have to tell you. It's called the East Tennessee Writers Hall of Fame Induction Ceremony. That sounds like a fun event. It, it's really classy. You know, mm -hmm. it's nice. And then I love it because at the end of the night, some of the students who have learned to read or learned to speak English or gotten their high school equivalency diploma because of the free classes mm -hmm. offered by Friends of Literacy, they'll get up and they'll read their essay, which they could not have done unless they had taken these classes. That's amazing. So it really, I, anyway, so Nora and I were there. We kind of bonded over this love of reading and, and literacy and all those things. So she and I have become pen pals periodically. Mm -hmm. And in the course of it, Nora wanted to make sure that I was aware of what Dolly Parton is doing tonight on the internet. Yes, Dolly Parton is doing something extremely cool, especially if you have little kids at home. Uh, you know, she has the Imagination Library where she sends out books to children each month while they're young. From birth to age five, I think. Yes. You get a free book, a free new book every every month, like you I said. Did you get month. these when you were? I did not. I don't know if this was around you when I was You might be too old. You yeah. might, we might have actually found something <laughs> for which Kira is too old. We did. <laughs> but Dolly put out the cutest video of her talking about it, and we're going to watch that. All right. Hello, I'm Dolly Parton, the book lady from the Imagination Library. I want you to join me April the 2nd when I start Good Night with Dolly. I'm going to be reading some stories from the Imagination Library. Just love her. Now uh, that's tonight and for the next 10 Thursdays, I believe. There's a yes. Facebook event that you can RSVP mm -hmm. for 7 o'clock tonight and next Thursday and next Thursday and next Thursday. Yes. And I already know what book she's reading tonight. What is it? I think, did it say in the video she's doing um, The Little Engine That Could? That's so cute. I love that you know story. That I think I can, I think I can. Yes, and then she's also going to do Llama Llama Red Pajama, I think, next week. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Do you know, that? tell me, I don't know Llama Llama as well as I know The Little Engine That Could because the, literally, The Little Engine That Could is a story that's older than me. I mean, even when I was a child, <laughs> well, they gave I mean, us this. Here, here's a book about trains. Those have been around. <laughs> yes. Well, I only know Llama Llama Red Pajama because a bunch of rappers had this challenge where they opened up the Llama Llama Red Pajama book, and they had to make it into a rap song on the Isn't spot. it already a rap song? Basically, but they're like, Llama Llama Red Pajama, looking for his baby mama. Keep going. That's I'm all enjoying I know. this. I'm enjoying this more than you know. <laughs> of course you are. KC reps. <laughs> uh, Julie Gibson went to uh, season pass holder day at Dollywood. Oh, that's a little bit of a dig. She says it was fun while it lasted. Well, uh, we're hoping that Dollywood will reopen. We don't know when. <clears throat> they yeah. have put it on hold indefinitely. Right. They're talking about, I, my prediction was going to be that they try to open on May 8th. My prediction. Yes. That May 8th would be a good target date because there's a new festival that's supposed mm -hmm. to start on May 8th. Well, and Dolly Parton's Stampede is uh, set to open May 9th because on their billboards, that's what it yeah. said. However, things have, have changed since then. Like, for True. example, um, yesterday we learned that the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is now going to remain closed all the way through April. So April 30th is when that's going to reopen. 
So that becomes a factor too as to when, um, when Dollywood can reopen and when all the other things can reopen. So if that's, yeah. And they're playing it by ear because we know at this point, the beginning of April, they're saying, the experts are saying we need at least 30 more days of things being closed and of mm-hmm. people st- sheltering at home or being safer at home or using this social distancing. Like, you know, we're considered media, so we actually are allowed to come to work. Right. I have a letter in my car in case, in case, I get, in case we go to martial law and I get pulled over. Where's my letter? <laughs> I have a permission slip in my car <laughs> that I, lets me go to work. I have my media pass. <laughs> well, that's something. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm getting the, uh, what do you call it, the red bud? The red, red bud. The scratchy throat again. I as sound like Kaz Walker. My, that's why Kaz Walker and all those guys talk like this, because they had allergies. We couldn't just talk like this. What would you all think if we talk like this all day? Well, we'd be sound authentic. But see, all it is, I drink the water and it goes away. I need some water. I'm going to throw you one? Yeah. Well, I'm worried that I'll break something. It's okay. You want to stand up, or do you think you're going to be okay? I can do this. I could. There's it's a lot of things so that could break. Okay, here I'll just. Maybe I'll, I'm going to aim. Okay. Oh, I'm worried about it. this. Is going to be bad. All right, now maybe I should go overhand. Okay. All right, ready? Wait. Yes. Three, <laughs> two, one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You try. Just <laughs> didn't break the table. Can you get it though? Is it within reach of you? It is. All right. You go get that. <clears throat> Thank way, you, Frank. That's, I shared you with, you know, they had a, a ra- rationing on water when I went to buy these. They did? Yeah, I, I tried to buy two uh, cases of these bottles, and um, there was only one at the time per person. But my wife was with me, so she bought one and I bought one. That's smart. Yeah, we had to use separate carts and pay separately and all the things, pretend we didn't know each other. It was, we were doing social distancing at the, at the warehouse club. Well, you know what I don't understand about social distancing and all this? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not supposed to be close to people, but you are allowed to go to uh, grocery stores, Walmart, things like that. Well, thankfully, Walmart and grocery stores have gotten picked up, caught up to a little bit because the, the first couple of weeks, it was a disaster. Well, I shouldn't use that word. It was really poor form because we're all on top of one another at the grocery stores. Well, that's not my, my point is oh. everybody has to touch the same pin pad whenever you check out. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the spread of germs can be. Well, CVS announced that they're uh, making it so you don't have to sign as much, you don't have that's to touch nice. as much. They've re- reprogrammed their computers. The um, grocery stores have finally started putting down tape or signs on the floor saying you can't that. get closer, stand this far apart from the next person. Mm-hmm. So they're six feet apart. I've been and avoiding the grocery stores because of this cough. <laughs> yeah, well, good. I don't want people to be like, oh, hey, she's got Well, when I went yesterday and bought more of these waters, now they limit as five cases. So I was able to get a few more. But uh, they had, I saw several people who were wearing masks or gloves Hmm. and they had the markings on the floor to keep us apart from one another. And it was not as crazy. They even had toilet paper. I even bought toilet paper just because, you know, I wanted to sing We Are the Champions as I left the store. And, um, (laughs) what? I can just see you doing that. I that totally is did. totally something you would do. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let me let me get back to uh, uh, the Dolly Parton and the stories t- okay. for a moment because we got some comments that have come through, okay. including um, David Brandon reminding us that Samuel L. Jackson reads books. <laughs> have you seen the video? I can't, we cannot say on the air what it is. No. But he has a children's book that urges uh, people to go to sleep. Do you know this one? Go, it's like go the oh heck, explicit. but not heck. Okay. And yeah. it's not you go to sleep. Have you ever heard that one? I've not heard that. Okay. Well, I can play it for you because I think I have it as it was a free audible download when it first came out, and I have <laughs> oh it. Oh my gosh! But he's done a variation of it, which is basically encouraging you or ordering you, demanding you in his Samuel Jackson voice to stay the um, whatever at home. Wow. And it's funny, it's a little YouTube, it's basically, tick. they took that same book and changed a few lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, stay the, you know what, at home. <laughs> and we've got, um, so that's a comment about Samuel L. Jackson. Joe, Joe Moore is telling us, I believe that either Llama Llama Red Pajama, which would make sense for that to be one of Santa's favorite books, because Red Pajama, mm-hmm. or Little Engine That Could, which also would make sense, because Santa's mm-hmm. got to, you know, travel up the hills. Um, engine? Uh, or no more children's books. Santa's got to go everywhere. 
Yeah, he's he's yeah. He's impressive. I don't know how he gets around all night long like that, getting all well, the presents out. Well, they gotta have out, that Santa magic. You gotta use the Santa magic. He does have magic. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I want to see him like work his magic. That'd be cool to see. I think it's it's faster than the blink of an eye. It's just really? too quick. I don't think you could see it. You'd have to get a really super super slow mo camera. Darn. Yeah. Well, um, more anyway. Some more of these other comments <laughs> about how you can wrap Dr. Seuss. Would you like to wrap Dr. Seuss for Dr. us, Kira? Dr. Seuss. Um, do you know any Dr. Seuss ones off the top of your head? Like maybe um, uh, Green Eggs and Ham? All what? I know is Green Eggs and Ham. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. I do not like them, okay. Sam I Am. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. I do not like them, Sam I Am. Would you eat them in a, fo in a box? Would, Would you, you eat, eat them, them with a fox? In a box. Would you eat them with a fox? There you go. In a house with a mouse? In a house with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have, oh, uh, Santa likes both of those books. Oh, he does. Uh, okay. Red Llamas and Red Pajamas or whatever it was. And uh, <laughs> Those are good books. Uh, Evelyn misses us being with us in Pigeon Forge. So, Evelyn, if you do win the movie tickets, you can use them when you come back to Pigeon Forge. There's no expiration date on those. Yes. Are you watching any of the movies on um, online, some of the movies that would be normally in the theater? Yes, like I actually Emma saw... Emma and uh, Invisible Man, things like that. I saw The Invisible Man uh, about a week ago. Which I still think sounds funny when you hear someone say it. I saw The Invisible Man. That does sound funny. It's hilarious. You saw somebody who's invisible. <laughs> it was a great <laughs> movie, though. I loved it. Um, Danielle is looking forward to Soaky Mountain. I wore my Soaky Mountain t-shirt yesterday. Ooh. I that will be fun. It's going to be huge, and you can see the progress whenever you come up here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Danielle is saying that somebody may as well just close the rest of the year. I hope not, Danielle, because I don't know if she's talking about schools, or she's probably talking about schools, because I, I thought she might have been talking about the park, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Right. But, um, yeah, a lot of schools are saying now they're closed till May 4th, but then they still would come back uh, for a few more days. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I think UT... University of Tennessee mm -hmm. is going to be closed for um, the rest of the school year. In fact, they announced today that the summer classes at the University of Tennessee are going to be all online. You're not on good. campus. Well, I'm glad that I'm not in school anymore. <laughs> 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 Got my diploma and I'm done. <laughs> oh, Danielle has a letter that for her husband has one of those letters like I do mm -hmm. that, you know, they've given us. I, I hope we don't get pulled over. I hope it's pretty obvious. Well, there's nothing. They haven't put out anything saying that it's illegal no. just to drive around. It's not. It's not. In fact, it's I've not. seen fewer police, actually, than, yeah. <laughs> than I have. Um, I don't see a problem with just driving around as long as you're not coming in contact with anybody. Because you're in your car. You're quarantined by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I've got my, my Clorox wipe that I can wipe down the things yeah. in the car, too. I've got to check out more of them. That's just the one I brought in. Yeah. All right. Now, I think I'm going to ask David Brandon a favor. David Brandon is changing the, so the trying to change the topic of conversation right now. Okay. <laughs> to Tiger King. Oh my gosh! Have you seen it? Yes. It's so I, amazing. We may have to save that for the after show podcast. I think so. Because I can go on for easily half an hour on Tiger King, probably longer. Anybody can. That show is crazy. It's got everything. It's got murder. Mm-hmm. It's got alleged murder. Alleged. Well, no, there were people in there who talked about people who they had murdered. Like there was that one. Um, guy who, I can't remember the full story, but he had murdered somebody. I think oh, he got right. away with it. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, the guy went to prison with the tears yeah. tattoo. So it's yeah, got yeah. real murder, alleged murder, yeah. tigers. <laughs> well, one of the things we can talk about in the After Show podcast, so I'm asking you, uh, David, to hang on and, and comment with me when we start the next feed after this, so we can do, we can do the After Show podcast. Um, today, O.J. Simpson, or I guess yesterday, O.J. Simpson said... <laughs> I saw that video. <laughs> that he believes. Oh my gosh. That that lady fed her husband to the tigers. So there's a lot going on there. And then if you watch the video, in the video he's wearing a, a glove, a rubber glove. <sighs> OJ, 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 talking I know. about spousal murder. How dare you? <laughs> the irony. <laughs> And then uh, I've got I, I downloaded Shaquille O'Neal's podcast, and he talked about how he went to the Tiger King place in Oklahoma City, or Oklahoma, wow. wherever it was. So we can talk about all that in the After Show podcast, yeah. because I want to make sure we're back on track. We've talked yes. about, um, I talked about my severe injury, mm -hmm. and uh, how embarrassed it was, but I'm, mm -hmm. I'm feeling better thanks to my fantastic chiropractic <laughs> help. Uh, Dolly, tonight, 7 o'clock. 
Yes. Um, and then oh. we, we've got more Dolly news. Please. Um, Dolly Parton recently donated $1 million to the Vanderbilt University Medical Center for Coronavirus Research. Did you notice which doctor she referenced in her tweet? I didn't. Uh, it was Dr. Abumrad. 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 You know, and you know why that, uh, that caught my eye? Because I remember the podcast that I was so infatuated with. Yes, that you had me listen to and I loved it. Do you know who the host of the podcast was? Wait, Jad, is that his dad? Yes. Jad Abumrad from New York, WNYC in New York host, did this amazingly good podcast. It's very NPR. So if you've never listened to NPR before, you're going to go, what is this? But it, <laughs> it's yeah. definitely... I mean, it, it's as NPR as NPR gets. It's called but Dolly Parton's America. They, and they look, at, they look at the South and they look at Dolly Parton like there's just weirdness that they can't, you know, they're trying to explain yeah. from the New York City uh, perspective. Yeah, which is everything that would be normal to Native folks. Right, normal here, but it's, when you're from New York, it, seem, it's, it takes a bit of adjustment. I've, I've been adjusting for almost 20 years and I love it here. And I've lived in here in Tennessee longer than I've lived in New York, than I lived in California, than I lived in Washington, D.C. I'm here. This is it. I love it here. But so I'm, I'm interesting, it's interesting to me to hear this per- switch in perspective because I'm like, oh, I know what that guy's thinking, that New York guy. Wow. He, you know, because. So what's, what's weird to it about you? Um, wait, what's weird about wait, it to wait, me? Wait, what's, yeah. <laughs> what's weird to it about, a lot of things are weird about me, Kara. <laughs> what's weird about it to you? <laughs> well, it could be anything from the way we say, uh, have your picture made instead of having your picture taken. It can okay. be when you say, if you say, I don't care to, Anywhere else in the country, that means I'm not going to do it. I do not want to do it. I don't okay. care to do it. That sounds like that's, un- that's unappealing to me. But what does it, I don't care to mean in this area? It means, yeah, I'll do it. I don't mind. It's the exact opposite. <laughs> yeah. So there's a bunch of things that are odd. And, you know, whether it be the food, whether it be the being able to go outside and your bare feet and just different. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jad Abumrad met Dolly Parton because his dad was her doctor at Vanderbilt. So, so even cool. though they're, they're a Lebanese family, they, he, he grew up for a little while in Nashville before mm-hmm. he moved to New York, the, the radio reporter. And the That's doctor cool. still so, lives in Nashville at, yeah. uh, and works at uh, Vanderbilt. So she donated that there because of her connection to him. He told her that they were on the verge of some major breakthroughs at Vanderbilt University Medical Hospital, hospital rather. So she's like, well, here's some more money. Get it done. That is amazing. I love Dolly. She's love such Dolly. a good person. I wish more people could be like, had that nice, sweet soul like hers. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like the world would be a better place. Well, that's the point of this, this podcast is, you know, what is it that Dolly does that she's able to appeal to every side of the political spectrum, mm-hmm. every side, you know, whether it doesn't matter. I mean, she can do a show with, in fact, the night I was supposed to present an award to Dolly Parton, mm-hmm. the very night that I'm presenting, I'm there with the literacy people, and we're presenting this honorary award to Dolly Parton, and I'm giving it to Nora Briggs instead. Who, uh, that's why we have all this stuff from Dolly. We, they sent us, the Imagination Library yes. sent us this and gave us permission <laughs> to use it on the show. Um, Dolly was down the street at the Bijou Theater in Knoxville. I mean, probably maybe a mile away from us, that's from where, cool. we, where we sat. And she was on stage at a drag queen show. Oh my goodness! So I bet that was fun. The point is that Dolly can appeal to every to the, the Christian conservatives and the drag queens, and and everybody's okay with that. That is interesting. She's like the only person on the planet who can get away with stuff like that. She can appeal to Democrats and Republicans. It doesn't matter. Dolly is is this universal. That was the point of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is how is it you go to a Dolly Parton concert and you see um, gay people, rednecks. Religious-looking people because mm-hmm. they're you know maybe wearing a, a religious symbol mm-hmm. on them versus people who you know may look like they don't go to church. I don't know how you, yeah. how you, I don't know how you can look like you don't go to church, but that was the they're making a, a I case. know what you mean. They're making it's using that as an example just to make a point. They were kind right. of in poetic language to say Dolly appeals to everyone. It is really interesting, and I have always wondered that myself. Like I've wondered how can how can I be more like Dolly? What do I need to do to be a kind person to be able to well, have an open mind well, to well, get along with others. You're absolutely right. You're on the right track. Mm-hmm. And part of it is when they try to pin her down on her personal beliefs, Dolly has very much of that view of, I believe what I believe, but that really isn't, no one's interested in what I believe. Right. What, uh, what I'm, everyone's entitled to their own belief. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference right there is it's, it's true tolerance. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the meaning of tolerance is being able to 
live alongside and, and accept, uh, and well, not accept, but tolerate someone with whom you disagree. You're not forcing them to, to change to your viewpoint. Right. Tolerance is being able to coexist with the people that you don't agree with. I think that's so important now because there's so many people now who are just extremely rude, mean. Yeah. You see people on Facebook fighting over random things that they believe. It's like, well, you, you, you have a right to believe what you believe. But, you, but you have to allow others to believe differently. Exactly. That's toleration. That's what it is. Toleration. To and tolerance, an open mind. I guess. Sorry. <laughs> toleration. I just made up a new word. <laughs> Google that. It might actually be a word. I don't know. It, it could be. be. <laughs> some kind of noun form. All right. Um, we still have some things to do. Bob has given us gifts. We have to figure out what that is. Yes. And we brought our own gift that I ordered online from uh, Demeter's Fragrance, mm -hmm. and our friend uh, Trisha Kent was kind enough to send this over. So Can't wait for you to open that, and you all, I bet This you is a girl wait. thing. Unboxing is such a girl thing. Why am I doing the unboxing video? Because it's funny, Frank. All right. Well, we'll be back with our unboxing video here on uh, Morning in the Mountains with Frank and Kara, the Ask Frank Live edition. Where You're you can win prizes. These movie tickets right here uh, by commenting. You can watch us live on Facebook. It's 10.53 on a Thursday morning, or you can catch the replays on Roku and YouTube. And of course, we want you to, uh, as well, uh, follow us on, um, on all the podcasting platforms and listen to the show. All right, we're back with more right after this on Morning Night. A successful business is a lot of work, especially when you have to design your own media projects and advertisements. Let us take care of your media needs. We offer a large variety of services such as photography, videography, print magazine, live streaming, and so much more. Contact our marketing today for a free initial consultation. Email marketing at mountainfunlive.com. We look forward to working with you. It is Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cup. Happy National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. Happy National PB&J Day. Oh, you are dressed like jelly. I know. Did you not get that? <laughs> I should have dressed like peanut butter. I did this on purpose. I, well, if you had, I didn't think about it. I this actually about is the jacket and tie I was going to wear last Thursday when I was too too injured <laughs> to come to work, so I just left it in the on the hangar. Oh, you poor but soul! I could have worn my brown jacket and, and done and been peanut butter. Well, you've got that box and it's brown. Okay, because you know, Kira, here on National Peanut Butter <laughs> and Jelly Day, you can shave your legs with peanut butter. Yes, there's many things you can do with peanut butter. It's apparently can... good for weight loss. <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly is. Oh, not jelly. Jelly's wait, not, not good jelly. for weight loss. Oh, wait, it's just peanut butter. See, peanut butter's got protein, and um, if you get good peanut butter that doesn't have too much added salt and sugar, because they add sugar to everything, that's the problem. Right. And jelly, as much as I love jelly, is just sugar. What, it is just What's sugar. your best peanut butter and jelly sandwich? What's on that? It's peanut butter and jelly. Well, I understand that, but <laughs> what, there's multiple types of peanut butter. Oh, uh, There's multiple types of bread. Uh, there's multiple types of jelly. So there's three variables right off the top of my head peanut butter jelly bread what type of sandwich do you have here okay well i have a i think it's wheat bread it looks like wheat bread from here nature's own yeah and then the jelly it might just be smucker's grape jelly oh, and then name like smucker's it's supposed to be good i was a welch's grape jelly guy myself you were yeah i would make my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches without peanut butter i would just have a jelly sandwich well, I just have peanut butter sandwiches sometimes. Well, there's other things you can mix. What kind of peanut butter do you have? Creamy? It's crunchy? JFG, and it's just creamy. Creamy. JFG. Mm -hmm. Oh, they used to have the coffee, right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I buy the store brand because it's the cheapest uh, yes, peanut that's, butter. Yes, that's the way to do it. We get these big tubs because our dogs love peanut butter. We have these Kongs for them, and we'll put some peanut butter inside of them. What do you call it? Kong. It's a toy. It's, oh. it's like a... Frank doesn't have dogs, so he doesn't know what this is, but you all probably know what it is. 
<laughs> it's a uh, it's like a rubber toy. It's like a cylinder kind of thing with holes on both sides, and you, oh, okay. you stick those. treats inside. I didn't realize they had names. Yeah. Well, uh, Joe Moore is reminding us of peanut butter and banana. Now, Artie, my grandson Artie, enjoys a good peanut butter and banana sandwich with honey on it as well. Because I made it for him while he was in town. You mash the banana and on one piece of bread, you put the peanut butter on the other, and you have a, it's not jelly at all, it's peanut butter and banana. That sounds delicious. Now, peanut butter and honey is also amazing. Have you ever had a fluffernutter sandwich? A fluffernutter, that's with marshmallows. You were telling me about that. Yes, you take uh, marshmallow fluff and you mix it on one piece of bread and you put peanut butter on the other piece of bread. And when you take, and there's a song uh, about the, the fluffernutter and there's a festival in September in uh, somewhere in Massachusetts. This is my unboxing video. I guess I should have told you all that we're unboxing yes. this box that Trisha Kent, uh, who is one of the public relations divas has sent us, and it's from Demeter Fragrance, because today is National Peanut Butter and yes. Jelly Day. And I'm smelling my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, so I know what it actually smells like, so I can compare it to All right. the peanut butter and jelly fragrance that Frank has in that Well, box. she sent us a, a voucher for wine. I don't know. <laughs> so That's... apparently we're going to have a, a party here at Mountain Fun Life. <laughs> we're going to have some, some wine. Um, anyway, and then, so we have here, in this box, we have some shower gel. <laughs> and body lotion wow. that are peanut butter and jelly scented. Well, smell them. All right. Well, I also want to see what's in this other box because I think this might be a different product okay. that she sent us. But we'll see. Oh, it's two bottles of fragrance. Ooh. And let's see what these are. How big are they? How many ounces? One. One ounce. Well, this one she sent us for, this is like one of the normal products. This is called Mountain Air. Oh. And you know why she sent us the Mountain Air fragrance? Because we're Mountain Fun Life. Exactly. And she put that in the email. She said, I noticed you work at Mountain Fun Life and mm -hmm. you talk about the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So I've sent you some Mountain Air. Wow. So that, this, we might want to save this for another day. Okay. I don't know if you want. I mean, we can talk about it now if you want, but that's just sweet. This is like their regular uh, that Demeter has done. But this, here we go. Here is the actual PB&J, it's a cologne, Pick Me Up Cologne Spray. Now, um, I, I know for a fact, because where I, I was made a stop before I came here this morning, and I uh, smelled a lady's perfume that was so over-the-top aromatic. I know that's a good sign, because they say if you've got the coronavirus, one of the first things you'd lose <laughs> is your sense of smell. Hey, that is a good thing. <laughs> so, so I could, oh, I was, I was smelling that lady's perfume. Whew! So, uh, Kim, if you're watching... <laughs> you left a trail <laughs> and I walked right into it. It was like, oh, no. got the jet wash of that perfume. But now I'm going to try the, what do I do with it? Use I've never used, I don't wear, I mean, never. Well, At some point in my life, I'm sure I put on Drakkar Noir, <laughs> but I don't recall, do you put it on your, on your neck? Well, on my your... dad is obsessed with cologne. Whenever I oh, told... Jesus, should we give this to him? <laughs> he probably I'll wipe it. it down with the, with the Clorox wipe. He gets, my mom allows him an allowance of one cologne per month. <laughs> That's how big his obsession is with it. And whenever I told him about this, this cologne, I just you, made, it, I just made the bottle smell like Clorox. <laughs> he knew about the Demeter fragrances? Yes. He knew about their pineapple one. He said it's supposed to smell amazing. <laughs> well, I've seen on TV where, where people spray it and they walk into it. There's a few things that you can do. So if you don't want it on you, take I, your Well, piece. I mean, what else am I going to do today? This literally is the last thing on my calendar until tomorrow. Well, you don't know what it smells like yet. What if you smell disgusting? All right, I guess I'll, I'm gonna spray it over here. Spray it on a paper and then you can waft it in the air or do that, that's fine. It smells like bread. <laughs> All right, here. Oh, I got it on the, on the iPad, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I smell something. I don't wanna throw this though, cause I want you to smell yeah, it, but. Um, um, I guess here, let me let me wipe it down with Clorox. Okay. And then I'll slide it to the end of the of the counter. Okay, and then I'll turn my head. Well, I'll, as will I. All right, so nobody look. We're okay. supposed to do this. All right, I'm <laughs> leaning over this way. Well, Kira grabs so, the... Wait, my, my mic is caught. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no okay. one can see you, I don't think. Oh. All right. <laughs> there we go. All right, so now you've got the peanut butter and jelly. Yes. I have the shower gel What do you and, and body lotion. I guess I could try the body lotion. Would body lotion be good for my, my sandpaper dry hands? I would assume so, if it's moisturizing. Paraben-free, whatever that means. That's a good thing. Parabens are bad, I think. I, who knows? I don't even know. What, I have to Google <laughs> that now. 
Alright, I'm, I'm taking off my wedding ring so I can put some on my hands. So. No, I just smelled this and it's... What does it smell like? The bread, the peanut butter, or the jelly? It's an odd feeling in my nose. Like when I smelled it, I wasn't prepared for it. I think I'm unlocking... How do I... Oh, alright. Now I'm definitely unlocking the scent by doing this. And, and using the, the pick-me-up body lotion. I guess I should turn it that way in case they want to save, show that video to their friends. Yeah, I definitely can smell it more on this than I did on the, you know, trying to waft through it. I guess I need to, you know, don't you have to put um, perfume, if you know perfume, anybody can help me out with perfume, please. Don't you have to put perfume on like a, a is it a pressure point? You put or it, like on a part where you where your body heat activates yes. the. You put it like behind. I look your like ears. that. Um, you know what I look like is that that dinosaur in Jurassic Park. You do. <laughs> <laughs> that eats Newman. Yeah, you put it on uh, behind your ears. You can put it behind your kneecaps. Do, like do you dare to do it? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're gonna put it behind your ears. You ready for this? All right. Here she goes. Watch everybody. Can you zoom in on Kira, or at least take the, give her the one shot on this because this <laughs> this needs to be seen. Totally full screen. You know, this smell reminds me of something, but not just peanut butter and jelly. There's something else that it reminds me of. Yeah. But I can't put my finger on it. Well, there's the bread. <laughs> okay, here we go, Frank. All right. How, what are you doing? Spraying it on your hair? Well, behind my ear. I have to move my hair out of Why, the way. But you're, you're so far away. Wouldn't you get closer? You might get it to in your eye. the fragrance? I don't know. Well, no, you do it far away so it's not like well, Don't get it in your wet. eye. All right. <laughs> I got it on my face. <laughs> oh, that's strong. All right, so it works so it's more noticeable. Because I, I did it over this way, and I couldn't get to it fast enough. Okay. I should have sprayed it more toward me. Maybe I'll try the mountain air fragrance. That'd be nice. <laughs> what did you just do? <laughs> sprayed my other side. <laughs> and you're ticklish? Yeah. All right, well, I guess I'll try the... I'll try, try, I'll try mountain air. That way we can smell like a lumberjack or something. I'm kind of shocked that there's not more ingredients in this. There's only alcohol, dinat, caprylic, capric, triglyceride, fragrance, perfume, aqua water, ooh. Now we're going to start a new segment on the show in which Kira reads your ingredients. <laughs> so we'd like you to please send us whatever you'd like to send us, and Kira's going to read the ingredients aloud. Now this definitely, the mountain air, I, I can definitely smell more noticeably than I did the, the peanut butter and jelly. I Does think, it smell good? Because I, sp I sprayed it on my neck. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. Is it fresh? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, a mountain air should smell like nothing, I thought, but it smells like well, something. Probably a little bit of pine, like some cedar. Uh, oh, like a pine saw scented... Um, yeah, pine saw reminds me That's of... That's what I would expect, like something woodsy smelling, like kind of... Um, David, Brandon, we're not going to spray it on the sandwich. Ew, why would we do that? Do I get... The sandwich is here for comparison purposes. Did I get perfume in the microphone? And... Is that what happened? You probably did. Now everybody who uses that mic is going to smell like peanut butter and, and jelly. And you're going to eat your sandwich because it's National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. So thank you, Demeter, for sending over yeah, thank you, Demeter. shower gel and... Oh, there it goes. Oh, I was looking on their website. Yeah. They have some pretty interesting fragrances. Well, you know, if we make if we if we make friends with those folks, maybe we can sample more of their I would love their that. wares over they time. They have a kitten fur scent. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Where do you spray that? Your hair? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? I mean, because you could drive the dogs wild with it, I imagine. You know, you know, you could, where would you spray it around the house? Where would you spray it on the litter box to, to freshen up the... I don't know. <laughs> All right. I just smell peanut butter and jelly. Well, Kate Asher is wishing us a good morning this National Peanut Hi, Butter Kate. and Jelly Day. Um, I guess we're getting to the point where we need to... Oh, Chris Payton says he's never made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, which tells me that someone else has made it for you. Because everyone's had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at some point. It's so easy. That's the best thing to do during quarantine, whenever you're hungry and you don't feel like cooking. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jelly. I, I have fig jam. Is not, you're probably not surprised by this at all, but I'm I have not. fig preserves. <laughs> the best place to buy fig preserves is at Dollywood. I believe it. They've got the best anything. Mm. I love getting Dollywood's. Uh, and then blackberry jelly. Danielle likes that. I like have that. you ever had fried peanut butter and jelly? 
That sounds gross. Uh, yeah, well, imagine if you deep fried anything, it's going to be delicious. Ew, no. No, 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 no. Here's what, someone who uh, only eats strawberry jelly, Julie Gibson. Strawberry jelly. I do like strawberry jelly, but the apple, what is it, apple? Apple butter? Apple butter. That's my favorite. That would be a peanut butter and butter sandwich. You know, you're right. It's it not jelly. Be. I mean, apple butter is awesome. I love apple butter. It's fantastic. And it does make for a good sandwich with peanut butter. I've had it. It's fantastic. But I guess when I have fig preserves, it's technically a, a peanut butter and preserves sandwich. You and all these technicalities. It's just, a, it's just language. <laughs> if you're going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that limits your choices to jellies, which are different than jams, which are different than preserves, which are different than butters. Each of those things is different. But here in the South, they're all jelly. But they're not. They are. You can picture, no. <laughs> if you went to your grandma and asked her for some preserves, or jelly, she's going to give you two different things. She's not going to give me anything. All right. Well, someone else, who, some other person playing the role of your grandma in a movie, preserves have chunks of fruit in them. Okay. Because you put up your, your preserve. You can make preserves out of vegetables or fruits, right? Can you picture a jar of preserves? It's like pieces of fruit yeah. in there yeah, in some kind of pectin and sugar mixture, okay? Okay. Now, a jelly, picture the grape jelly. Is that what you had was grape jelly? Yeah, grape jelly. Wasn't it just like there was nothing in it? You could almost see through it, you know, it's, you could, because it's translucent, yes. right? Yes. It was it's, right, it's, clear. It's purple <laughs> goo. It's, like, it's almost like jello. Ew, when you put it that way, I don't even want to eat it. Well, but let's be real. If you take jelly and okay. jello, they're not that different from one another in terms of, of visually. If you have a right, you're right. But right. I don't obviously eat. you can taste, you can feel and taste the difference. But yes. looking at them, jelly, jello, that both are just a gelatinous substance with coloring on it. Well, jello has gelatin in it, and jelly does not have gelatin. Has pectin. In it. Yes. Right, which is different. Yeah, gelatin. Uh, veg vegetarians don't eat it. I would know that because I'm a vegetarian. Yes, because it's made from the hooves of animals. Yes, or right. bones. Yeah, we f for uh, fish. Uh, Fish gelatin is made from their bones, right? Mm -hmm. So, all right. So now, if, I, if we upload, if we go up a notch from jams to, uh, from jellies to jams, they're thicker. Wait, jellies and jams are different? Slightly. How did I go my whole life without knowing this? Well, because you start, we're starting at jelly. Jelly is just the, like the, what well, we just, what we described. Mm -hmm. Now, going up to jam is going to be thicker. It might have some seeds in it, perhaps. Like a strawberry jam. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's like a gritty texture. I'm and a marmalade. A marmalade is going to be similar to the in the jam family. And a marmalade. Yeah. What's a marmalade? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Out of three or four eggs, I imagine. That's a dad joke. She says, "What's a marmalade?" I said, "I don't know, three or four eggs." But because um, you lay eggs, Kara. Uh, <laughs> it's just a matter. I'm so far over. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm having a. What's, you said, what's somebody laid? So, what, what laid? Hens laid? You know, what's a hen laid? Three eggs? I, what's a marmalade? I don't know. It's just a joke, Kira. Just a joke. Anyway. Frank, I'm blonde. But have you heard of marmalade? <laughs> okay, yeah. You've heard of Lady Marmalade or Lady Marmalade? Yes. It's a song. Anyway, that, that's. We're in the jam. Can you, anyone help me out with this? And the jam family, we're, we're now. And then you, when you get into the, the butters, like the apple butters. Those are cooked much longer, much thicker uh, in terms of the content, the taste. And just pure deliciousness. Right. So the taste, if you go on the spectrum, the jelly is going to have the least amount of fruit taste. Okay. And the butter is going to have the most amount of fruit taste. And everything else is going to be kind of in between. You know an awful lot about This is just off the top of my head, Kara. I'm just saying this off the top of my top head. Top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to swim through your brain and just look at all this random information. Like, forget a dictionary or an encyclopedia or something. Just go in Frank's head. <laughs> well, there's a lot in there, is all I can say. All right, here. Jennifer, love it. Thank you. Brad's wife, Jennifer, has looked it up for us. Jam has fruit pulp. Marmalade has slices of the peel. Okay, And the is peel. always citrus. So that's why we have orange marmalade. Okay. All right, so it's got little, the, the zest, if you will, the slices mm -hmm. of the peel which is delif delicious. Um, and then uh, Chris says he's never eaten a, pe a peanut butter and jelly, and all of this talk doesn't even want me to try it. <laughs> and 
Apple butter is very good, says Danielle. Uh, several votes for strand, strawberry jelly. I was a grape jelly man myself, but, and then David Brandon, once again, trying to get us back to the topic of Tiger King by uh, throwing poor Carol Baskin into the mix. Aww. Now, David, we'll talk about Tiger King on the After Show podcast. I know yes. we need to get to that, but, and I appreciate it, but we have one last thing we have to do, is that the big boss, in addition to all this wonderful peanut butter and jelly stuff that we got from Demeter Fragrance, thank you, Demeter. Thank you, Demeter. We also got gifts from the boss, because it's been, you know, two weeks since we did a show. Yes. What did you get? Well, I was supposed to get something else, but I think Hunter ate it. <laughs> so, uh, Bob came in here and I gave I, me... Remember the cake we had a couple of weeks ago? I think Hunter ate that, too. I, I came back to looking for it, and it was gone. What's up with that? But now I have Halloween candy. <laughs> what kind? Reese's. Oh, I, I just read a story about a woman... Thank you, Bob. ...who um, <laughs> named her daughter after Reese's... You called it Reese's? Reese's. It's Reese's. I say Reese's. Okay. Well, so I read a story about a, a woman who named her daughter after Reese's peanut butter cup. Her, the woman's name was Renee Cup, and your name is? Kira Cup. And this woman is from North Carolina, and it's spelled the same way, C-U-P-P. -P. Any relation? No. All right. Well, anyway, Renee has, um, oh, she, she called her daughter Reese. Reese. Reese Eve. It's Reese's. So, but Reese's that, Cup. I'm saying this actual little girl in North Peanut Carolina is named Reese Cup. So now, Kira Cup, I what? challenge you to find some relation to the actual Reese Cup in um, Elizabethtown, North Carolina. I probably am related to it. I think that would be, well, get her on the show. That's a fantastic. <laughs> Forget her over She's here. a child, she's a baby. And give her uh, those giant Reese's Cups. And then Bob, knowing my love for all things sugar, and uh, marshmallow, which Kira, we just discussed, will need marshmallow because of the gelatin, the mm -hmm. animal hooves that are in it. Um, I've gotten uh, Peeps marshmallow flavored cereal. What? So it's breakfast cereal that they've made to taste, put some kind of sugar on to make it taste more marshmallowy with marshmallows. And I'll bet you, and here's a trivia answer for you. I'll bet you these little uh, chicken bunny shaped marshmallows on the inside are probably the same type of marshmallows that you would get in Lucky Charms, Count Chocula, well, Frankenberry. Oh, I was going to wait till Easter to open it, but I guess I'll open it up. Oh, well, if you want no, to wait, it's fine. It's Why, I'll unbox it. We're unboxing today. Okay. I got scissors right here. But the point I'm trying to make is that there's an actual term for the marshmallows that are in um, the breakfast cereals. Frank? <laughs> what? I have never seen anyone open a box of cereal with scissors. <laughs> well, I don't eat a lot of cereal, Kira. Obviously. <laughs> but the, uh, and I was, on, I was doing the, uh, I think I told you this, my wife and I competed in a national online crossword puzzle tournament. You did tell me about that. That was impressive. You got like 900th place? Yes. I was about halfway through the field. There were about 1,800 yeah. people who were in it. And the, um, the topic of Lucky Charms marshmallows came up during the course of one of these crosswords. Okay. I think it was the answer was marshmallow. And then in the discussion afterward, they were talking about this. And I'm trying to comment online. I'm like, I'm like, well, you guys, when you're commenting on the Facebook Live, I was commenting on these people's Facebook Lives, these, these uh, crossword puzzle brainiacs. And I was trying to tell them the actual name. Sorry. The actual name for the marshmallows that are in breakfast cereal is Marbit. Really? Because mm -hmm. they're not real marshmallows. They still have gelatin in them. Well, they, I mean, they, but they might. I guess we should look at that. Well, the Lucky Charms do. Or oh, else I'd be have eating. you checked? Yeah, because I used to love Lucky Charms before I was a vegetarian. Oh. Well, if it's got gelatin in there, then I, I'm sorry. but Or whatever okay. we said. Um, yeah, gelatin. It's definitely in there. Yeah. Anyway, but I, I want to try and see if I can get a Marbit out of here. There's none, this is like Fruit Loops. There's no... Oh, wait. Here's one. Well, sorry, Alan Keyes. I'm just... He's going to have to deal with this. <laughs> Here, I just want to get a Marbit out. Here it is. This, oh, this is tiny. You can barely see it. This is the um, tiny bunny-shaped marshmallow peep. And I'm, I'm fairly confident from the texture of it that this is an actual Marbit. It's like the size of a Tic Tac. Which are, yeah. But they're like um, the circus peanuts. Yeah. I'm taking that kind of marshmallow. All dried out. Oh, they're delicious. So you do like it. Well, yeah, I've always, I mean, I'm off a soft spot for marshmallows. I would, I would eat marshmallow peeps all day. I don't really have any particular interest 
in marshmallow flavored cereal. I'm sorry, you know, Bob, it's a thoughtful gift. I don't mean to you that. <laughs> but I had a marshmallow flavored Slurpee or something one time, and it was disgusting. That sounds disgusting. Because the you know actual marshmallows are great. Marshmallow flavored things generally not so great. Let's see. Well, what is Chris saying? Frank used the scissors to open the box, but failed to use the scissors to get the cereal back. <laughs> Yeah, you did it opposite. <laughs> what in the world, Frank? Well, I got—I don't know. I put the scissors down and thought, well, I better not use the scissors. Is that how New Yorkers use it? I, they don't let us run with sharp objects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New Yorkers can't have knives and scissors. I guess not. <laughs> That's a joke. Uh, and then Danielle does not like marshmallows. So Julie says, looks yummy. Chris Payton says, am I going too fast on the comments? I just want to get as many through as I can. Chris Payton says, oh, no, not peeps. So there you have it. But Chris, that's a very good observation that I was so involved in, in not using the scissors to open the cardboard that I, I didn't even think to use the scissors to open the wax paper bag on the inside. You're a very unusual person, Frank. <sighs> but it looks like we've got a winner today. Yes. Mary Jane Russell McGee, you are our winner. Woo! So send us a DM and tell us your mailing address and we will ship these out to you. After we wipe them down. Actually, yes. you know, by the way, if you get a package in the mail and you're worried about coronavirus, you could just let it sit for an extra day. The yeah. virus will die after 24 hours. And also the odds of you getting coronavirus from a package, an Amazon package, the person who brought it to you has to have coronavirus. Right. They have to have touched sneezed on it or touched it, somehow gotten it on the box, and then you have to touch it on the same part of the box, and then you have to immediately touch it to your, your hands to your face. Right. So if you touch something and then you wash your hands, well, that stops the chain. That breaks the chain yeah, right there. So you can touch a box that's got coronavirus on it. I hope you don't. But then if you wash it off, you're okay. So don't stress over getting opening the mail or getting a package from Amazon or wherever you get. Because That's good to know, because I ordered so many things yesterday. Yeah, because it'll die, the virus will die. If you let the boxes sit for 24 hours, then it's enough. You should be enough to, to kill it right there. Okay, good. Of course, you have the option to wipe down the outside of the box. Another one says you can't do Lysol that. Lysol it. Yeah. Well, I would recommend a wipe more than a spray. That's true. Personally. I mean, imagine if I sprayed, sprayed this perfume, for example. Yeah, it only covers certain areas. It's so. gonna be, and it's also gonna be hard to get out, the scent right. of Lysol out of. <laughs> That's true. If you order clothes, that wouldn't be a cool thing. Yeah. Well, I think um, this half-hour show stretched into an hour because we can't help ourselves, Kira. I know. We, we ha well, no, no. This is an hour show. Ask Frank Live is an oh, hour show. I thought, because I had this, this script you gave me where it was three 10-minute segments, and I counted 30. Do you not see the, the, the number? Not that, the other side, don't ignore that. That's an old <laughs> script. Okay. I just wanted to say paper. <laughs> All right. No, I thought we were, well, all right, good. Then I don't feel so bad because yeah. we have always have a lot to talk about. We do. There's so much and we, we're like good friends too. So we always have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, you're doing well, right? Yes, but my voice ain't. <laughs> ain't. That's, yeah, we should get, that should be a segment. Kira Talks Country. Because you, <laughs> you want me to talk country? Because I can do this, honey. I know you can. We have to, that'll be next week on the show. Perhaps you could send in between now and then things for Kira to say in our country. Could you read the ingredients again in a country The voice? ingredient. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. So this is Demeter's peanut butter, or no, PB&J, simple, subtle, singular sense. And you're not putting this on, right? You're just everywhere. thinking of, you're just talking like one of your relatives. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Notice how she flattens out the eye. Yeah, you got to flatten out your eyes and... You're not even trying. This is just you, this is you trying to not talk like a TV person. This is yeah. what you would normally sound like. Well, used to before I started acting and stuff. This is your, this is when you were a country girl. This is what you sound Probably, like. Probably, but my dad ain't country. My mom is. She's from Georgia. Where's your dad from? Uh, well, technically he was born in Michigan, He's but He's military, he, though. He is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Kira talks country. Kara talks country. I'm gonna read these ingredients in a. So I didn't realize accent. that was a thing until I moved here. Well, you done brought it up. I no, no, I'm sorry. Well, I would have said, Kira speaks in a southern accent, or um, Kira uses a hillbilly uh, dialect. A hill? That's really offensive, Frank. Or, all right, redneck. That's also offensive. I know. I know it is. <laughs> I'm I, joking. <laughs> but uh, you follow what I'm saying is uh, <laughs> when 
they say that when, the, when you describe someone as being real country, that is a thing you would say around here. I understand what it means now, mm. but when I first moved here 20 years ago, I wouldn't have understood that. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of different kinds of dialects down here. Mm -hmm. You've got your super southern, you've got your, your hard southern like this, <clears throat> or some grit into it. Yeah. You've got... Uh, well, I mean, anywhere you can go, you can tell the difference between... That's true. Um, certainly between Louisiana and Tennessee. Right. And there's a, a, com a comedian who's done the different accents of the South, and you can totally tell the difference when he, yeah. does, he or she does them. There's a From huge Texas difference. and Tennessee and Mississippi, you know, they go through the whole SEC and have a different accent, basically, for every school. Mm -hmm. And usually you talk real slow. Yeah. So the ingredients right. are alcohol, denat, caprylic, capric, triglyceride, Fragrance, parfum, aqui, water, and you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap the show because I now have to go. This was the uh, pre-podcast show, and now I have to go do the post-show podcast, which will be on your Facebook Live feed, and we appreciate any comments that you can provide. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, I guess, how do you get to the next episode? You just wait and it just comes on? Yeah, you just wait on Facebook. Or, I mean, if you're listening only to podcasts, the, you would hear this episode and then the post Yeah, they're going to be both. separate. They're not one file. Okay. Yeah. I, file. Frank, you just said file. I did. You, you've switched my... <laughs> I've you, switched you, you your brain. You flipped the switch in my brain. All right. Repeat after me. All right. The rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. The rain in Spain stays oh, mainly on the plane. All right, we are stuck. We have to, we have to give Kira a uh, transfusion once again <laughs> of proper English. All right, Frank. <laughs> it's been a good show with you. <laughs> Thank you, Kira Cup, who Thank I hope you. will now affectionately be known as Reese. Kira Reese Cup. Kara Racy Cup. Do uh, do like us on Facebook. Do subscribe to us on YouTube. Do add your, us on your Roku channel. We appreciate all that. Spread the word. Your comments are very valuable to us. Thank you for that. Sharing the posts even more valuable. And, uh, and telling like us on else. Facebook. All of the things. We need that. We need that from you because it's, you know, tough times uh, in the tourism business right now. So if you can help us out by watching from home and commenting the things you've already done, but click like and share, that would really, really go a long way to help uh, keep us visiting with you each and every week or each and every day. Actually, we have a show every day. Yeah, we got a show every day. So thank you for watching. I'm Kira Cup in a normal accent. And I'm Frank Murphy. We'll talk to you again next Thursday <laughs> on the Ask Frank Live edition of Morning in the Mountains. Rich Haley will be here tomorrow with Sports in the Smokies. Don't miss out.